Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. The podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health and find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. This is Chris, and I'm just doing a very quick introduction of today's episode because we've kind of got something a little bit different for you. We took the opportunity on Saturday afternoon to sit down with some of the guys that we were hanging out with during the convention at KetoCon, and we did kind of a roundup. And so we've got a great conversation that we just kind of want to put out there. So really simply, no recap, no extra business. We're just going to dive right into it. So with that being said, here is our roundtable with the guys from KetoCon. Okay, so we're here live at KetoCon. I've got a group of guys here that I want you to meet. Uh, and so let's just go ahead and go around the table. As you know, I may sound a little bit different. Uh, yesterday, some cigar smoke got in my throat and so kind of messed with my throat a little bit. I didn't smoke it, but you I know, smoked a cigar and I'm not complaining. Yeah, sometimes, um, sometimes that happens when you're hanging out with men. Yeah, well, you know, that happens. Um, but uh, I'm here, and to my literal left, my physical left, I've got Alberto. Hey, how's it going, guys? And to my left, we got... Mike. Mike who? Uh, Mike Gorman, or Gormy, whatever you want to call me, I don't care. And then I am Corey Madrowski. Uh, handle is Keto Rucker from KetoRucker.com. Instagram, Keto Rucker. And I'm to his left, and my name is Ben Phelps, and I'll plug myself later. And to my left, I'm Miles Russell. I'm a Telecran. A telecran. I'm Telecron on Instagram. That was my favorite Transformer. <laughs> last, I am Scott Jam. Okay. So our our main thing that we're wanting to do is just kind of debrief a little bit, talk a little bit about uh, some of the experiences that we had. So uh, just for the listeners, it is uh, th- Saturday night. I can't even remember which day it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Saturday uh, afternoon. afternoon. The big afternoon. Is what night year night. is it? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, and so most of the, the conference has kind of happened by now. A lot of us have had, you know, our experience, a lot of experiences. We've got still have Sunday morning, Sunday early afternoon uh, events uh, going tomorrow as well. Uh, but we wanted to, to grab some guys together and, and, and chat about what we've taken away. So does anybody have anything like pressing like that just pops off? Well, I just think like. Yeah, there's a lot going on educationally, but really it's all about that human interaction and be able to take the relationships that we've built with each other online, you know, especially because this, the keto education space and the keto life space is so virtual in a lot of ways, like Instagram and YouTube and Facebook, like the Keto Men's Club on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're able to turn that into real life. And like last night I was, I was hanging out with some guys really late talking about the fact that we've known each other for years, but have never met face to face. And now we're hanging out in each other's rooms, like, and turning it into 
something real life very easily and almost seamlessly is great. Um, but being able to then make those real connections and see people as humans. And I could go on 14 hours about this stuff. I'm fucking on already. But I just think for me that that human piece is the fact that we're able to start building these connections. And I think they'll make them even stronger when we leave, which is great. Yeah, I, th I think the same thing is true. I mean, I, I consider myself to be an introvert. Um, I'm not like an, I'm not like a misanthrope or, or a loner, but I'm definitely more like keep to myself kind of person. Like I have like smaller groups of friends, but I spent the whole time just hanging out with people and coming out of my shell and just talk to people that I've seen on YouTube or I've listened to them on podcasts, people I've never met before. So for me, it's been about the people more than anything else. I mean, like I said, there's been informative talks, but the best part is just just talking to people. Yeah. A lot of the information is already out there. They just articulated it in this format where we're all in person, where it feels different. It's more communal and it's about, yeah, it's just, it, it's totally different vibe than you get when you're online. And it's awesome to get to know and hear all these people for real. It was just neat just to experience like some of these people who I've listened to in the car every day for the past two years that have inspired me. Um, and then it's hard because I listen to them, but I never see them. So like I was probably standing near Ben Pakulski, who like I kind of idolize a little bit, but I never even mm -hmm. knew him. Or, you know, Sean Baker walked by and I wasn't even paying attention. Or, you know, it was cool as Danny Vega gave me a hug because I was on his podcast uh, back for when ketogenic athlete was going on. And I mean, he's exactly like everybody says, a big teddy bear. He's a cool guy, uh, muscly as hell. <laughs> and uh, I just, I really appreciate it just finally getting to meet people in real life. Because Chris, you and I have been talking since I did that yeah, podcast. Yeah, since you did and, that podcast. And I mean, yeah. it's it's just cool to finally mm. yeah, see people in real life. Did you ask Danny to ruck with you? No, I didn't. <laughs> did you want to? I did. Actually, I, I actually sent him like a go rock gift card after I did that. Um, and he's he's still like threatening to do it, but <laughs> he's so busy. He, and, he's uh, legit. He, yeah. He's like crazy. I, busy. I don't know when yeah. he sleeps. The go rock events are so time intensive, so I don't know when he'll make the time to do it. Yeah. I, I hope he just like uses it to buy a t-shirt or something. Mm. At least. <laughs> well, if you listen to the talks, he probably doesn't sleep because they're all up by 4 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. They're usually usually up by 4 a.m. because I posted them at 11 or 12 and had them go live at two. Mm -hmm. And it was cool is I got to meet Robert finally. Yes. Robert Sykes. Yeah. I mean, and he is so down to earth and just a, a great individual. I didn't get a whole lot of time to talk to Crystal, but you know, it's just, there's so much going on at this. There's so many vendors and there's so much to do and so much to see. And there's also so many like, and I, it, it's funny to me because one of the things I, you know, reading the KetoCon materials is that it's about the story, you know, the science and the stories. And like, I know there's a tagline that has stories in it. Like, I'm not 100% sure what it is, but. Um, it, no, it's, that's it exactly. You science and story. Story. Right. Yeah. So the science, and I think the story is the piece that is most valuable for us all. I think we can hear the science over and over again. We can read the science in 17 different yeah. books. We can see 17 different studies. But and I think this has given an opportunity for people to tell their stories. I, mean, I know for me, the most powerful experiences have been the random people that have stopped me in the aisles of the exhibition hall and just started telling their stories spontaneously. And it, it's funny because I went to an event Thursday night. Um, Berto and I went to an event Thursday night that pretty much had every name if you had like a keto wish list in terms of people you'd want to meet in real life they were there and it was overwhelming and incredible and all of these things and I didn't take pictures with anyone because I didn't want to be the weird guy taking pictures of people at an event like that she but then the I noticed people guy. were <laughs> but there pictures. were people yeah I was literally probably the only person not doing that and the next morning um, I actually was at the keto brick booth hanging out early and um, was talking to Crystal Crystal Sykes and said I I want to take pictures with people but I just didn't want to be that person last night and she said to me when you're here this weekend take every moment you can have with every person and don't waste it and Mara Vega turned around and said you need to listen to her right now 
And I just think like, that's what it is. So I, I, from there, I thought about that every interaction. So I didn't talk to Ryan Lowry that night. I saw him that later that day and was like, I got to talk to him. Like, these are the things you're going to do. And I, and I know people have done that with me. And I just have found that really powerful that people are able to think about elevator speeching, almost their stories. And, and that for me just is, it's overwhelming and incredible. And just that deep sense of connection we all feel to each other instantaneously is great. Yeah. The, this is my second year being involved with KetoCon and last year I had the privilege of being in the video booth actually getting testimonials, what's your story? And like that was, you know, and so that's all I did last year, but I got connected with so many people that way. Uh, Me being one of them? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. And so, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was really awesome. And, you know, of course I'm in, in a booth the whole time. So I was almost segregated to a degree, but I came back this year, Thursday, I show up and it's family reunion. It's not mm. just, Hey, let's meet the friends. It's family reunion. And it was, it was great to get to see everybody again, you know, in physical form, getting to, to, you know, be with them. And, and that has absolutely been great. Now let's shift focus a little bit. Um, what talks have you gone to and what have been some of the, the takeaways that you've had? Mm. I, I well, know a lot of people have, I, I've been well, to two, two I've been talks to approximately so far. zero. No, I'll take it back. I, I went to one, Renita Mayer's on keto bodybuilding. Okay. I think, well, I mean, unfortunately, I, I think all the talks I went to are people that I've already heard talk on, on, on YouTube or on their own podcast. And so it was a little bit like preaching to choir, like Mike Munsell, somebody I followed for a while. So listen to his talk about fasting. I saw the fitness, um, panel with everybody that I'd seen before. I didn't go to any, well, I guess there's no like counter program. There's no one here being like, you should consider veganism, but Thank uh, God. I didn't go to anything that was <laughs> not, <laughs> but I didn't go, I didn't see any panel that was, I guess, out of my normal comfort zone or think that I, that I experienced. But so I, I guess I didn't really, I can't really say I learned something that I didn't, wasn't already exposed to, but it was just cool to see some people talk um, in person in the flesh and kind of get that physical presence, I would say. The uh, earlier, um, I'd have to look for her name. Jillian uh, was speaking, and she's uh, a doula, and you know she's speaking about women's health and and specifically uh, about what a uh, a life of a pregnancy and how that affects a, a child growing up and into adulthood and all of that and the, that whole cycle, what it's like. And she told a love story of that. And the takeaway wasn't necessarily just the information that she had, but the passion mm -hmm. in which she pervaded. She was so passionate about that subject matter that she's. <laughs> that she's you know just presenting it and and, and it, it was just very good to see it that uh, that clearly you know it was it was different than just in video than just an audio form because it was her on stage being able to be present and uh, there there definitely is a presence around some of these people the reason that they are quote big names isn't just because they have a perspective but because they also have some personality right. that that is magnetic um, if you look around the keto booth or the keto brick booth and Robert is like within five feet of it there's a million people there yeah. mm -hmm. there's a reason for that it's not just because keto bricks are awesome although they are they are mm -hmm. there <laughs> but there's more to it it's it's the human part of it like you know like the, there's a line from Robert's speech that I think sums up a lot of how I feel about a lot of people I met and he said that if you don't wear a mask you never take it off and everybody I've met is like really authentic of themselves there doesn't no one seems fake or or in it just to make money even though there's a lot of money made and a lot of people here are trying to make money and you know, from 
promote capitalism, but no one here feels like scammy or inauthentic. Everyone feels genuine. And so I really like, like Mike Munsell, for example, I followed him on Instagram for a while and it was just cool to say, hey, you know, I don't have really have a question. I just want to say hi and thanks for doing that. And later on, I was just walking around. He's like, hey, Miles, thanks for, you know, stopping by, you know, stay in touch. And that's just kind of like the cool, like honesty. Um, it, it really was a rewarding experience. And I, th- I, I think I've been to a couple of the individual lectures and the panels. Um, and I think the individual, the individual lectures go differently than the panels because the individual lecture is almost an echo chamber for yourself. Um, some of them have been really, really well organized. I, I do think of the individual ones that I went to, I've been to probably three or four, maybe four or five of them when I think about it. Um, I think Robert's, Robert Sykes today was probably the most organized informational presentation. Like I, I think he wasn't doing as much kind of thought discovery, but more like I have some very specific things I want to talk to you about, which I really appreciate as a very organized person. I like I like a PowerPoint that follows some specific details. Were there some issues with some coloring? Yeah. In the audio visual, I was a little like, oh, I just want someone to be like, that should, that should be white. Uh, but I'm a, <laughs> I'm a marketing person who thinks yeah. about that kind of thing and thinks about like visual like visual readability, that he's, kind of thing. He's got his aesthetic. Everything yeah. fits Everything aesthetic. fits the aesthetic, but it also doesn't pull off well. But the panels were a little bit different because I think the panels were the opportunity for controversy to come in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think, one, there's always a lot of controversy in the keto sphere. Two, there's been a lot of controversy lately. We all know that there's been some discussions and then people debating all about the idea of presence of carbs in the keto fitness sphere. The, the role that they can play. The role they can play. How are they used as a tool? What should people do with them? I think, personally, most people that dive into that now are just headline people who aren't paying attention to the nuances and listening to what everyone says. But it was a lot of fun to watch the fitness panel today to see the different people bring up their different opinions on those pieces and I leaned over to someone at one point during it and I said I really would like just for everyone on stage to step one side if they feel one way one side if they feel the other and then wrestle and see what happens <laughs> um, because I think that would be fun but I think that was but and I think that happened verbally during the medical panel I think there was some disagreement between people like I and not on a level where it was anything personal or anything on those lines but like I specifically think like Dr. Barry and Allie Miller you know Allie definitely kind of came out came out didn't come after him but came after literally time-wise came after him speaking and basically jumped in and said you know I have a perspective as a woman on this that I don't think you have and I think that's one of the, you know we all bring to the table sitting now as a bunch of men sitting down talking about this I think it's interesting sometimes to allow those other issues to come into play because I think they are at play in a lot of ways in the keto the keto Like even during the fitness panel, there was a woman who asked a question about hunger issues and the person responding was responding from their experience as a male. And I was sitting next to a very strong, strongly informed woman. I was sitting next to Mara Vega and she was sitting there saying he doesn't have any idea what it's like for a woman going through the hormonal issues that a woman is going through and dealing with hunger that way. And, you know, obviously it was much deeper than that, even for her with what she was saying. But to me, then that was, I think that's one of the other fascinating pieces in all this is like there's so much nuanced perspective and that's one of the, the crazy things on the science side of keto to me is the way keto affects men and women differently and the experiences we can have with it and it's great to hear all of that actually being talked about and I, I like the controversy when that happens during those panels not for the sake of controversy but for the sake of it generates debate and questions and we learn more yeah we so, definitely always learn more when we don't just okay well these are the facts and so these are the facts right uh, otherwise we would never yeah. come back 
to the space that we are in now with the keto world being rediscovered after 50 years of processed food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, well, I mean, I, like, I don't like, like, this is a, a keto con for people interested in the ketogenic diet, but I think an echo chamber is horrible. The idea that we're just in this bubble, we all think the same thing, like this group think. And I really like how there's people who are willing to say, no, you know, this, you could, you could employ this, or, you know, maybe you should, maybe you should fast, maybe you shouldn't fast, maybe you should eat organ meat, maybe you don't need organ meat, you know, maybe you can only eat meat, um, maybe you should have a, a well-balanced diet. Yeah. Like, there's all these different ways of doing it. Amber O'Hearn was actually saying that today, which she said, if you don't end up liking organ meat, then don't eat don't it. Don't eat it. Yeah. People that don't. Yeah, exactly. And so I think there's, and that comes back to what, um, you know, Mike was saying about stories. Everyone has a story. And I think, um, you know, obviously, anecdote, like an anecdote isn't data, but you just hear everyone tell their different story about what worked for them and what didn't. Like, you know, I, I ate this way and I was never hungry or I was always hungry or I tried working out. And so just hearing that individuality um, and coming back to it, how there's no one way of skinning a cat, so to speak. Yeah. And, and, uh, no, that was, that was just my favorite yeah. takeaway is that we're all here for the same reason, but they said there's 3,000 people here and yeah. no two people probably do the same thing in terms exactly. of what they're eating, when they're eating, how they're training, what their goals are. It's very individualized, even though it's still unified under one thing. And it's cool to see what all just brings everybody together. Like I, there's been people who talk to me and they're like, I, I just like all the cool pictures of steak you make. Tell me your meat, your meat yeah. tips. And this is like a, a long distance runner and I hate running. And just like, so there's one thing that kind of brings us together. And then I find somebody who really likes weightlifting and we just talk about that. And it's just all these different threads that were all unique, but you, we find the common ground and we can get along. There's people here from every persuasion and religion and political philosophy. If you said steak and weightlifting, we're going to get along great. Yeah. 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 I, I like the part. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Someone asked, like, what's the best workout? And it was like, lift weight. And I'm like, yes, that's the answer. And we were talking to Cooper's last night about reverse searing steaks on, yeah. the, on the smoker and all that. I mean, yeah. it just comes together and it's great, great time. And this isn't Weight Watchers Con. Weight Watchers Con would have sessions about this is exactly how to count your points. This is yeah. exactly what you should be eating. These are exact Tips recipes that success. are great for you. There is an answer. There is. <laughs> for, and, and that's the thing is, and with keto, there's so many different ways to keto. We all know that, like, it goes back to, um, it's a, you know, so many people say, you know, keto, ketosis and keto is a metabolic state. It's not a specific exactly. diet. It's let's, so let's, and that's the great thing that you see going on here is everyone, when they're sharing their stories, you're realizing that everyone gets to these places from different roads. And that's also, I think the hardest thing for the people who are on the outside of this convention right now, looking in who want to do keto and they see that there's so many different ways to do it. And they're afraid because of that. And they're afraid to try it once. And I, but I think it's like being amongst all these people. Like I loved also during one of the Q and A's this morning, you got some people standing up saying they've been being keto for five years and they've lost X number of pounds. And then you've got someone standing up who's like, I'm dealing with this medical issue and I've been keto for three months. And I'm like, there's someone here who's only been keto three months. That yeah. kills me yeah. because that kills me in a great way because I'm like, that is why the, what this is about. Like this is a, this experience isn't just for keto veterans. This isn't just mm-hmm. for everyone who's been here 700 times. Like people assume you've been here all three times and it's like, no, this is my first yeah. time too. Like, Show hands. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you, as a, Always, you're the veteran. What's kind of surreal is like, probably the oldest. you're walking around with people who there's probably some people who are like, you should only eat real food, and all mm-hmm. this stuff here is just garbage junk food. Next to somebody who's like, this is what works for me. I love you know sugar alcohols yeah. and my, my brownies. brownies. Next to somebody who's like, you but you know you, you should eat organ meat. Next to somebody who's like, I only eat ribeyes. You know, and we're, we're all getting along <laughs> in this one room. Well, and, and, and it's it's one of those things where. That's where we're at right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you start you start out, you know, everyone does the whole um, 
let's just pour a bunch of heavy whipping cream on it and <laughs> sticks of butter. Let's do, you know, sticks of butter. And then, you know, you get away from that and then you go to the next thing and then you refine it and you refine it and you refine it. So it's, it's, there's ebbs and flows. For yeah. Sure. And then you find out what's the state, like the, the word I always use with people is like sustainable. Like the only diet that's mm-hmm. going to work for you is the one you can do every day the rest of your life yeah. because there's no finish line. There's no yeah. end. And if you think there's an end, then you're going to go back and gain the weight. Yeah. And so people always ask me, Miles, like, what's your tip? And I'm like, find what's sustainable for you. I mean, for, I can eat steak every day the rest of my life and die a happy man. Not everybody can do that. They need more variety. They need like, don't you get bored of that? I'm like, no, I don't get bored of that. You make it bored of that. So if you get bored of that, find a way that makes it work for you. And there's no one way. My, my wife is absolutely, I could not just eat meat. I have to have vegetables. I have to have variety. She has a hard time doing low carb to begin with just because she feels like it's so confining to her because she's an almost gourmet cook. And like she likes flavor profiles and mm-hmm. she likes, you know, and mostly she's savory. So it's not mm-hmm. like she's wanting to put sugar in every single thing that she's making, but she really misses bread sometimes yeah. or, you know, those types well, of things. And, and so it's, it, we have to have that ability to have our food be just as bio-individual as we all are. Yeah, I mean, one thing that, not to, to name drop, but Ben Pakulski was here and a mm-hmm. couple of us kind of nerded out or geeked out about talking mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. And, you know, oh, he, yeah. he talks and it, like he just kind of has a way of talking into your soul, so to speak. And he talked about one of the reasons why people struggle with food and regain is because they're trying to make themselves feel better and they're not happy where they are personally. And that made me think about, you know, like I never thought about using food as an emotional way, but, you know, how someone who's an alcoholic does that. Um, and for me, one of the things that I always take for granted is uh, it's even though I get some pleasure out of food, like food to me can be very much like like this objective, like meat fuel, right? But people I know, like food to them is entertainment, it's bonding, it's an emotion. And so everybody has their own relationship with that or struggle with that. And just kind of, you know, with given the fact that everybody's got that unique relationship, there's not gonna be one way that's gonna work for everybody. Like you said, like your wife needs to have the vegetable variety. Like my my partner, she needs to see like color and variety. And she's like, if you just have meat, she's like, don't you want some color on your plate or don't you want that? And I'm like, no, I don't need that. But to her, that makes her uncomfortable because it's not a meal, you know, emotionally. Yeah, I, I appreciate Peter Ballerstad taking and doing his talk yesterday because how many times do I run into somebody who's like a vegan and then they want to like tell me about how veganism and vegetarianism is so much better for the planet and then he breaks it down where no it's worse <laughs> it, like we're going to turn the whole Midwest to desert if we don't have cows or how plants are actually increasing the carbon footprint so uh, I, I like having ammo for self-defense <laughs> he, he is one of the, the coolest most genuine guys we uh you know for our listeners he probably is going to actually be on the podcast i've already talked with mm-hmm. him about it it will be a really cool conversation we want to get and and i'm not even wanting him on for the science yeah. i want to hear his personal story mm-hmm. and it's going to be really cool well, he was so uh, nice he was in line yeah before the con opened yesterday and he's just like chatting with people yeah. he's just so down to earth yeah. these people are just and, nice and that's that from every single one of the quote keto celebrities that i've ever met every single one of them is like that yeah it doesn't matter if it's Robert Sykes, uh, Danny Vega, you know, now I'm fortunate enough, I get to work with these guys. So it, it, it's, you know, a little different because I get, you know, weekly exposure to them. But at the same time, you know, it, it wouldn't matter. They would treat you, uh, you know, as a perfect stranger the same way that they would me. They are in, you know, in day-to-day life, the same there, you know, same in that mode as they are in every other mode. You know, they, they don't, Robert doesn't put up a front on his no. video blogs. He is exactly who he is, is on camera as he is off. off. Uh, the only exception to that might be that he did admit to me that when he's in the gym and he knows that the camera's on, he doesn't quite go as savage as he's able to because 
because he's constantly thinking a little bit about what that camera is going to, mm-hmm. you know, get. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well. When we when we were debriefing after the podcast that I recorded with him, similar to this, you know, I just sat down with him, you know, in, in his recording uh, studio, and we, we talked for about thirty minutes, and and but afterwards, he's like, if you really want to see me go savage, you know, let, let's let's do something tomorrow. We didn't have the time, sadly, but you know, it was it was one of those things that we uh, he he he. That's like the only time that that he would hold back, and and even that, that's probably just him being self conscious. Yes, yeah. I mean, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but just like the authenticity and the openness, of everybody that I met has been amazing. Like nobody has come off a standoffish or like aloof. I mean, I I lived in L.A. for a couple of years, and my um, where I worked was in Hollywood, and just by being in California, every now and then you just run into a celebrity, and some of them were really nice and genuine, and some of them were like whatever, you know, I don't have time for this. Or every now and then I've ran into an athlete who's just like I don't have time to talk to you, you know, and maybe they're they're jaded because some people are like, oh man, I love you. But no one's like that here. Everyone's kind. And, you know, people just want to meet people. And like some people walk up to me and they're like, oh, you know, I want to talk to Gormy. And I'm like, just go talk to Gormy. You know, he's not going to, he's not like some arrogant prick. He's, he's no. a, he's a kind, genuine human. I, I will say, and I'll, I, because this is the Keto Man's podcast, I'll dissent a little bit. <laughs> um, I think there are some people here, um, especially some of the, I think there's a big difference with social media when you craft an identity and when you just put your identity out there. Mm-hmm. And I think 99% of the people mm-hmm. that, we're meeting are people that um, don't just craft an identity, but they have a skill for sharing their story through the medium that they've chosen. Sure. And I think that's the advice they give you and like the advice, you know, that I feel like that I've allowed to guide my story and what I share on my Instagram is always I share the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever. And I think that's what we get from a lot of people. So that's why we end up seeing that from them. You know, these people that we're meeting in real life and having these great conversations and interactions with. And then I do think there has been the odd person or two, and I won't name names or anything on those lines because this isn't a gossip show but I, I and I and I think this is okay but I think there are some people that I've realized and I've I had discussions with people about where that there's a crafted identity that's presented and that crafted identity isn't the same identity that the person possesses when they're not in that online space which is okay but it also means like you can't keep that up you can't keep that up 24 7 without it feeling like you're their person's playing a role Ooh, so the, the Japanese really, have something yeah. about that they have like a word for that where there's there's your yes, public space yeah and and then there's your yeah. private cool. face. And I think what I'm seeing, and get, or maybe what I'm getting at, and I don't know if I'm articulating this well, is more you're seeing them try to keep that public face up here. And so your interact, the interactions come off a little bit as disingenuous. Well, and, yeah. you know, and, I, and I, I don't say that. And honestly, I don't even bring this up because I'm sitting and listening to what everyone's saying and I'm agreeing. I'm not bringing it up to like to have like dissent about it, but I, I more want people to know that not everyone's shit doesn't stink. That this is reality and yeah. that there are, there are times I think also some people get caught up in what they not I guess this is the best way to put it. this is what as you all realize I talk too much and I sometimes get takes me a while to get to my point um, I think there are some people that might feel that they're expected to be a certain way 24-7 so they try to be that way and you more want to put your hand on their shoulder and say it's okay you don't have to be that person right now it's it's the 5% that are that way the 95% are totally natural and real but I do I, I, I actually exactly. probably exactly. am psychically yeah. connecting who connect the dots with who you're thinking about. I won't name names because I'm not that guy. But name them after the podcast. And, and, yeah. it, more, and, it, and it more makes me feel bad for that person that like they've created, they've yeah. gone down that road and like they're, they're kind of stuck in that mask. And well, like, so it, what does that mean? Well, it, yeah. It always reminds me of like when you see someone have a podcast or, or social media and I, I, I know people are trying to grow their brand. So sometimes they want to give their audience what the audience wants. But every time mm-hmm. someone asks is like, what do you want to see 
more of I mean, my answer is like whatever you want. Like because if you're just giving, if you're you if you're, you obviously you want to connect with your audience, but if you, it's what you want to create, that's always going to be more authentic than you trying to give someone right. what they want for for the views, and then you have yeah. to then perform to like keep it up rather than giving people what you are. I, I've got one particular person. I'll try not to give too many details because it would give him away. Um, but I see his content online, and what I end up seeing. Well, when he posts a video, like a, a vlog, I usually skip the first three minutes. And it's because that first three minutes is the section of what he's trying to be, you know, encouraging, motivational. It comes off as completely forced. I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get up where all yeah, now. Is it, is it a man? Yeah. Is, it <laughs> is he an old man? Oh, um, click, click. I like I like him, and I think that he's got a great story and and something that that's really valuable to pe to to people. But yeah, there's there's these airs that are being put on, and yeah. I think and the only reason that I even highlight that for this podcast is one of the things that our group is really really good at is just letting all of that fall aside and let men be men around men, letting us be vulnerable. Yeah, and and be you know and, we can be honest. yeah we have guys every day that like and I was one of those like last week I was absolutely one of those I had to post that you know we had a week and it was not a good thing and you know I just had to vent and that was a safe place for me to vent at one o'clock in the morning when probably 90% of our members didn't actually end up seeing and I don't care that wasn't the point I just had I'm sure um but yeah, it just uh, it, that being vulnerable, being real is so much more valuable than trying to put on an air or have a message or any of those things. So, uh, yeah, definitely, you know, be real. And that if that's a takeaway from KetoCon, then that's a take. That's a takeaway. That should be the biggest takeaway from KetoCon. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. some people treat it. Some people behave as though their identity is more. They treat it more like a business yeah. or a brand. Whereas what I value, what I like is like we talk about Robert. It's like. It's just him. Whether, yeah. whether you like it or not, it's yeah. him. It's him. Yeah. yeah. And he's not for everybody. He's got that extreme grind kind of thing. Oh, gosh. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Not he's, everybody. He is such an extreme businessman. Yeah. When he wasn't giving a talk, he is at that booth and he is talking to people and engaging and it, it carries over. You see his work ethic look at, at the that crowd. Booth. Look at the crowd that's around his booth. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then, and they don't, they don't have like, like the sexiest nut butter or like the, the craziest. They have thing. a brick. They have a brick. They have a brick. And they have like, you know, a, a, a color palette. Which may be hard to read sometimes, and you know, <laughs> um, and it's it's very it's very like it's very like I don't know the better word, but it's like it's masculine. It's 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 aggressive. It's aggressive, right? Yeah. But there's something to him that brings a lot of people to that. Even though not everybody is like I can only go off three hours of sleep and work out and run a marathon and you know without any training and you know, while making my own business and, and being it's a bodybuilder. It's just, that's what it is. Yeah. Just, there's, there's some yeah. magnetism there, yeah. but it isn't like it, 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 he isn't like a charlatan. You know. Mm-mm. More importantly, can we are we going to talk about what we think is the sexiest nut butter we've had oh. in two days. Well, <laughs> let's, let's you know, I we can say it that way I'm or well favorite products. Oh, yeah. I, I think um, I've tried every product here. I'm pretty sure. I yeah. think I've tried every product here. <laughs> yeah. Right, what'd you get? Talk about it. <laughs> well, let's, go, let's do it around. You yeah, know, around. Yeah. We'll start with Miles and then we can work around to your right. 
So, yeah, I think I tried every product here, and my stomach is not very happy about that because <laughs> um, normally I don't eat a lot of fiber, sugar, alcohol. It's mostly meat. Man, but, you were like but exactly I, I'm, I'm, But, you know, I, I would say, to be honest, because, you know, we're all here talking about our struggles. When I go on vacation, I tend to go on vacation, so this is no exception. So I've tried everything, and I would say that um, the star of the show for me um, is that, I think, Keto and Company Brownie. I, that thing was so good that I would, like, after trying it, I was like, I don't trust this because I, I think the phrase I would use is that every time I try a product like a keto product i'm like that is a good keto protein bar that's a good keto cookie that is just a legitimately good brownie and <laughs> it's, it's so good i'm like this has got to have something in it that's sketchy and i i tested my blood sugar today and it did not do anything and it tastes good and it's a proprietary blend but i think it's great and if, if they make anything else like that they're going to take the world by storm yep oh ben. my turn so i i mean i'm a little more unique in a sense of my diet's way more limited and i didn't play around too much although i did try a handful of different bars and stuff but i'll say my favorite thing here was the virgin sugar-free mm. line of sodas because every flavor I tried was amazing and I begged them to tell me where they were selling it. It's going to be at Walmart. Is at Walmart. Either way, that was my favorite, hands down favorite product here. Um, my favorite product and I got the field tested today was uh, the liquid. It's like a BHB mm. energy drink. Mm. Uh, I can't remember. I think it's about 300, 300 milligrams of strong, caffeine in strong. it and then it's got a couple of different um, ketone salts. And uh, so I kind of blew off the con today because I got involved with the Central Texas Ruck Club and we did a taco ruck. So we covered like nine and a half miles around the city and I, had, I downed a can of that during the ruck and I'm still not hungry. And I, I mean, I, according to my aura ring, I'm burning like 1200 calories today. Mm. That's uh, all? That's it. Only it. Well, anyone that knows me knows that I am probably an intense nut butter mm -hmm. addict, like an intense nut butter addict. So I, I had some carbs to play with yesterday, so I definitely tried nut butter. So I, I'm going to highlight what I think is my favorite nut butter, and then I have another product that I, I think is really fantastic. Um, and, and because Miles already talked about the brownie, hands down that brownie. I think we're going to find out that they have kryptonite in them. Yeah. <laughs> There's something in it's that It's going to cause man. a genetic mutation or something on the lot. Like, it's or I hope that that happens, because yeah. then I can at least say, okay, I can stay away from those yeah. because otherwise there was literally no reason to stay away from them uh, but i would say the best the for me one of the best products has been uh, super fat mm -hmm. the super fat nut butters they have a nitro mct uh, nut butter and i think it's like macadamia and almond but it's got the same the one pouch has the same amount of caffeine as a cup of coffee and if you're a coffee person and a nut butter person you get a coffee hit from mm -hmm. that nut butter like a solid caffeine hit solid coffee taste that is like a real nice rich coffee taste that i was like i am gonna try to not shove as much of this into my mouth as i can i've been debating whether i'm gonna buy some here at the con now as we're sitting here talking about it i'm like yeah i'm going down as soon as this is done i'm going down to the con hall and buying a, a, a case of it putting it back in my room and i'm probably gonna cry on it tonight <laughs> um, the other thing is it's amazing to me uh bunker hill cheese is here bunker hill cheese and because also i do total carbs i do 10 grams total carbs a day usually i'm trying to like most days keep my carbs really low so i said i've been looking more at cheesy products and meats and that kinds of things and they in their cheese crunch line have introduced a ranch flavor oh my god oh, oh my god. goodness <laughs> there every person and their cousin is now selling cheese crisps yeah. like there are literally just homeless people on the street warming up cheese in the sun and selling <laughs> it to you because that is a hot thing that everyone is doing like literally everyone's doing that but this ranch cheese crisp they have nailed ranch flavor uh, they sold out here at the con completely everything they brought with them in that flavor is gone luckily i got two bags yesterday I and i'm not giving one. any to anyone um I they, they also i mean they're they're a, they, they do some great 
quality stuff. Um, I also got their Carolina Reaper cheddar that I tried a square of it that is like one thirty second of a square inch and it burned my mouth for hours and it was an amazing fun burn. But those ranch cheese crisps from Bunker Hill are great and the super fat butter. I would He's not kidding. Great. I passed up like a homeless guy on Barton Springs yeah. and he couldn't show me the nutritional information. So I, like, <laughs> I, tried, no, I need the facts. I I need know. You want to know where that cheese is coming from? I feel like I've tried, I've tried everybody's cheese crisps over the past year or so, and my response is like, yep, that's a cheese crisp. Yeah. You know, and it's not, nothing amazing, but those ranch ones, it was yeah. like I've never had anything that good. Yeah. They're delicious. They're delicious. Fantastic. Oh, my God. Can I have a redo? I don't know how I forgot about this. I'm late to the party on Alternative Sweets. Mm. Tried it for the first time this oh, yeah. weekend. Spicy ketchup. Just... Pause this podcast and go order some and then come back and listen to the rest. Because <laughs> yeah. that is the best sauce, keto or not, I think, that I've had in a long time. And that, that's something that I, I think we, to go back to, like talking about the people that are good. Like there's a lot of people, you know, and to go back to the 99% comment, right? Like 99% of the companies that have come here are companies that like they're people that the people behind the company I like. Like I walked by the Keto Bar booth, just to name one. And, t- and the people behind that company are just great people. The Alternative people, they're from Washington State. They're just great people. And I love just talking to them. I love they have a good product. I'm happy to scream their praises from the rooftops because they're just great humans. And then there's maybe 1% where, yeah, you have a good product, but you come off as kind of like just a businessman without much, you know, positive or nice warmth behind it. But that's few and far between. Yeah. Well, yesterday, Chris and I, we talked to Mr. Mojo and Andrew, his uh, social outreach guy, for had to be good 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, about it, was, the keto it was a Mojo. great conversation. Uh, talking yeah. about some of the things that are in store. They mm-hmm. they Some they, secret they, stuff. They made us... Oh, yeah. They made us you know, sign NDAs and everything, so we won't share it on. We won't go into detail, but cool it's cool. Stuff. Cool. Awesome. cool stuff. Cool stuff. Exciting. Okay, Alberto, you've been waiting. Oh, that super espresso in the six ounce can. I posted Ooh. a picture of it mm. at the man's club today. The the splash of protein in there. I think it was like a, I figured it was 120, 180 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I ate everything, and my stomach is not happy about it either. Like this to me is like <laughs> yeah. a giant cheat, which is ironic. Yeah. It's like I will never <laughs> eat this oh, though. Yeah. I will never eat it again. But I'm gonna eat as much of it as I can while I'm mm. here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's like I said. It's, for me, it's vacation mode. I always joke that I, I cheat on carnivore with keto. You know, carnivore nights at the time, and then I cheat on it by going with keto food. There you go. So for me, uh, as far as products go, other than some of the tech items that, that are here for, for ketone testing and things like that, um, the Iova Yo Biltong is oh, freaking oh, amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it sucks because they're sold out. It got me through yesterday. They've sold oh, every... So I think I have a pouch of it in my bag, but that's all I'm walking we away do with. do a live taste test. Yeah. I, I, no, I mean like right now. Oh, well. No. I, <laughs> no, no it, it's all good. Uh, I don't want to sure. open it. I don't Wait, I actually I flew out on the same plane as them, and we okay. talked about it. They even they they remembered me from my tattoo and everything. So yeah. I'm I'm hoping that I can leverage some biltong in the future because yeah. that stuff was it, really it's legit. good. It's yeah. legit. I, I think I, I, I just double back on what, what Gourmet said, like that, that nut butter from, is it super fat? Yeah. So I'm also an, uh, I'm just a nut butter addict, just to be honest. Like I, it's one of the things I've always struggled with eating mindfully because so I'm delicious. Uh, <laughs> like I, one of the, I, I was, I, I walked by the F-bomb, F-bomb table and I said that, you know, the reason I love your product is because it comes in single serving. Yeah. And like, we're coming out with a jar and I'm like, you know, go to hell. Cause I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, that's, that's, single yeah, it's so no. charming because it's so delicious. 
delicious, but that, it that's... It will be a single serving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all single serving. So it's, it's all it's water yeah. bad enough. <laughs> but the, the super fat stuff, they have like one that was uh, the nitro coffee. That's like a single malt scotch. It's just like this amazing hit of flavor, but they're, they're straight up, I guess, original macadamia nut butter. It's delicious. Just delicious stuff. And um, I was really wowed by it. And I, I, I really want to buy a box, but I also don't want to buy a box because mm. I'd probably take it back to my hotel room and just squirt it in my mouth. Awkward. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so you're, yeah. The, you're the last one. Last. So there we go. I think I've been a little more. Uh, um, I don't know, uh, avoiding the weird products a little more than everybody else. Not cheating. Um, Peterson Farms meat, mm. um, definitely my my favorite. Um, oh, yeah. They yeah. talked to them last year, and this year they've got more retail locations. It's good. It should be a lot more available. Because um, you forward, sit there so. with two cans of tuna in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's real, real food. Hey, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a dummy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, think, I think you're right. Peterson's like, their they're meat's like, yeah. and especially if you're like the kind of person that misses like the traditional like breakfast sausage. Yeah, kind of thing. Like, yeah. Their Sweet. spicy breakfast sausage oh, patties. Oh, oh my god! It's still and there's strips of bacon easy. they were giving out. Too. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Their, their yeah. pre-cooked bacon packages are, are great for on the go. Uh, their bacon itself uh, is amazing. They're and and for listeners, so you know, Peterson's is available under a slightly different name in Whole Foods, yeah. and then they they are Peterson Farms in a lot of the retailers that they are getting into, including HEB now. Yeah, people yeah. people ask me every now and then. They're like, hey, you, you you know, what do you think of meat? I really like sausage, but you know, most doesn't have clean ingredients and then Peterson always comes to me as an example of like a high quality product that doesn't have all this junk in it. Yep. I just was upset because they start when I was walking by the booth yesterday, they started yelling my my name saying that I supported Peterson's and was, I endorsed them. But then they didn't give me any free bacon that they were giving <laughs> everyone else. So what the hell's going on with that? Because I love their pre-cooked bacon and I literally end of the day I'm walking by someone he's like, oh this is really good. I go, did you get that from Peterson? So they handed that to like, oh yeah they've been handing out all day. And I was like, it. I know but I didn't think to ask. Like you gotta yell it, when they're yelling something. your name you want to be like I just want to be like I just, <laughs> I just miss bacon in my life this weekend yeah. bacon water electrolytes there's a lot of things missing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ultima can help with the with yeah the, oh, don't uh, worry Ultima. don't worry I visit Ultima I, I, yeah. I, 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 I was actually mix, mixing and matching them but I feel like I've been Same like here. almost carnivore yeah. aside from treats this weekend yeah. Yeah. so it's fun and tonight there's some meat dinner yes. yes we had a meat dinner last night I have, I have a meat dinner. most of these I dinners have been meat dinners meat dinners meat lunches so meat walks in the morning Brisket, meat sweats. We've been going for a while. I, I, I want to respect you guys' yeah, this time definitely. and let you you do your thing. Um, I, I really really enjoy getting to to meet you guys a little bit better uh, and or to, to get to know you a little bit better. And we'll probably have individual talks with each one of you because I, I want to hear your stories and where you come from um, on in detail for those that we haven't talked to already. Um, let's do a quick round of like. Final thoughts, anything that you, you think of that you just really have to throw out, and then go ahead and plug your socials and things like that, and then uh, that's that will be a wrap-up. So uh, let's go ahead and start over here with Gourmet. Okay. Uh, well, on Instagram, you can find me, uh, Gourmet Goes Keto, Gourmet underscore goes underscore keto. Um, if you want to email me, you can also email me, gourmetgoesketo at gmail.com, and um, I will get back to you if you want to talk about that. That would be awesome. I, I think for me, my final thoughts on KetoCon so far really is just I started with this thought the idea
idea that um, tell your story um, and never miss an opportunity to tell someone if they've affected your story. Mm -hmm. um, be sure that people know that because one, it not only helps you to continue your, your journey, but it really um, affects it. Like I literally uh, don't even think I can emotionally handle um, the stories that I've been told this weekend about the impact that I've had on people. And um, it's going to affect even how I live my life going from here this weekend. I, I've said this is a life-changing event. And I, I got the discount ticket when they went on sale, the $100 ticket. I literally, if I had to pay $5,000, would pay $5,000 to be here. I don't know how I'd afford that, but I would. Like, So if you're on the fence thinking about should you come or you shouldn't come, and again, like I said, I have no endorsement with this. I, you need to be here. Like a, you, An event like this, if another one pops up or something along those lines, get yourself to something because mm -hmm. you're, you're not – Online is great. This experience um, just intensifies. Didn't they like they put out like a poll for like another city to do keto counting? So what I've heard, the follow up that I've heard on that, and this totally makes sense. They have to lock this place down a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So next year we are locked down here. Mm -hmm. Next year may be uncertain, or the following year. So 2021 may be uncertain, maybe even in a different location. I who knows. Uh, so and I have no affiliation. I have no I have no connection to the inside to actually know any facts on that. But that is what makes sense and mm -hmm. what I've heard. So expect that 2020 will probably be in Austin more than likely <laughs> unless something just really falls through the floor. I was figuring it was going to be like east-west. Like uh, yeah, east-west, uh, Q-Con south. As long as there's a really good meat option nearby. Yeah, as long as there's meat options. I don't know, it's going to get much easier and better than yeah. yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you're afraid to come to Austin, Texas in June. Um, oh, it's meat, fantastic. One, it's not, it hasn't been that bad this week. But two, you're going to a keto convention. Um, we all know that sauna is a hot topic. Topic. So sit outside and, and sweat a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's all it's good. Fine. Your it's turn. It is funny. Okay, Corey, your turn. Uh, so Corey KetoRucker.com, KetoRucker Instagram. Uh, I'm just, uh, I feel so grateful to be able to come here and, and just meet everybody in person and start putting faces to the names mm -hmm. and uh, get more involved in the community and just ha have an experience mm -hmm. because you know for the longest time keto has just been me i'm i'm an island in northwest ohio mm -hmm. sometimes mm -hmm. and uh so i'll get people they'll send me a message on facebook and it'll be like hey i started rucking because of you awesome just you know get out and move i just want people i just want to promote movement mm -hmm. i want to promote health so so just so that our listeners can get the like 30 second intro give us mm -hmm. the the really short cliff notes on what rucking is because right now most of them are going what the, is take, that <laughs> take a backpack what the put ruck? some weight in it <laughs> the ruck walk ruck. around outside you have that is rucking uh, a ruck is just another word for backpack and uh so ruck i sack. do i do these go ruck events they're crazy events where you uh sign up uh pack the packing list and then a special forces guy takes you and all the other weirdos around town and puts you through physical and team physical training and team building exercise with how much weight um it depends on the event so typical for the tough and the heavy is 30 pounds if you're above 150 pounds, and it's 20 pounds if you're below. And then for light, it's less. It's 10 and 20. But it's added weight. Yeah. Well, and then there's they, they have other things like coupons that they add to it, and, you know, you stop and do PT, and then you go walking further. It's fun. It's, uh, it doesn't sound fun. I'm, I'm not probably selling it really well right now. <laughs> but I, it's, it, hard. It, it gets I you, like hard. It gets you engaged with other individuals. That's it builds this team and this community. 
community. And that's really what I think. Um, that's the part the that draws me to it. That's why I would want to be involved. It's not necessarily that I enjoy 12 hours of walking around town. With cell phones, like I, I'm walking around the convention and there are influencers who are like sitting there going live and, and everyone's looking at their cell phone and no one's looking around and talking to each other. I mean, people are talking to each other, but it's it, it, it shouldn't be this crazy. And I, I love Go Rock events because you get to learn about the people there and you get to be part of this wonderful community. And I just want to promote health. And, yeah. and I can't be, I, 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 I just feel so grateful yeah. to do that on a, on a daily basis with my blog. Cool. Awesome. Ben. So, all right. So Ben Phelps, I'm at primal bro on Instagram. Uh, I have primalbro.com, which really is just a utility to link you to my Instagram and YouTube channel by the same name. Uh, but that's, that's me. I just try to share my experiences, what I'm doing and help as many people follow this way of eating as I can. I'm mostly carnivore. Um, but if you eat salads, spinach and things like that, I don't hate you. Gasp. Because that is my biggest takeaway that we talked about from the convention. That's the biggest one, one that resonated the most with me, is that while we're all doing it so very differently, we all have one unifying concept and principle. Uh, and it's just so strong and powerful. Uh, I've love, obviously love the community that's been built around it. And I, like Gourmet, can't recommend enough coming next year or the following year or any time that you can make it uh, because you won't be disappointed that you came. Miles, uh, Miles Russell, Telecron, uh, Instagram. Um, I think my main takeaway is um, just like, I'm so grateful to have come here. I think I was on a podcast last year. Um, and one of the questions that was asked me is like, what, what's your takeaway for somebody who wants to go through this keto experience? and they don't have any support. And I said, well, if you don't have the support of your friends and family, find the support online, find a community online. I don't, I know nobody that less, unless they learn keto from me, I know nobody in my personal sphere of friends and family who does the same diet that I do. My, my girlfriend is mostly vegan. So um, <laughs> we're closing down right now. We're no, no, you're, you're fine. We knew that we, we knew that the timing was going to be yeah. like this. Um, so yeah, I don't have, a, I don't have any people that in my immediate vicinity that, that endorse the same kind of lifestyle I do. And so I went online and made friends with people on Instagram and now I'm in the same room with those people and have met them in person. And so I just came on a whim and I'm so glad I did to meet these people in real life. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. One last um, one. I am Zenwheel, Z-E-N-W-H-E-L on all of the internet, internet places, uh, Zenwheel.com and everything. Um, this weekend has been great. Like getting to see all these people, it's motivating, um, having not a lot of people around. Um, my daily life and seeing all these people in real life is motiva- motivating and learned a lot and it's been good very cool well you know me and Berto we're in the group we're on the socials we'll probably our, our socials are in the the uh, show notes so you don't have to worry about ours uh, we'll be around Thank you for joining us for the Keto Man's Club podcast. Your support means the world to us. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Would you help us spread the word about the Keto Man's Club by sharing with your friends and family? We're available on all podcast platforms, so just search for Keto Man's Club and you'll find us. If you would like to connect with us, you can do so a number of ways. Our web address leads to our Facebook group, theketomansclub.com. That's T-H-E-K-E-T-O. M-A-N-S-C-L-U-B dot com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Keto Man's Club Podcast. Lastly, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out via email to Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for joining us today, and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week.